This podcast is intended for adults 18 years and older. It contains explicit language and sexual situations. All thoughts and opinions expressed are of our own and not of those of any specific group, employer, or individual, and is not intended to take as professional advice. Welcome to the Foreplay Podcast. Join the journey, experiences, and sexual adventures of two high school sweethearts navigating their way through the swinging lifestyle as millennials. Come along for the ride. Let's play. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Four Play Podcast. It's Bella. This is Jace. We know this episode is about Bliss Cruise, but spoiler alert, we loved it so much that we went ahead and booked Temptation Cruise the day that we left Bliss Cruise. So we are going to be on Temptation Cruise February 14th through the 19th, 2022. We are so, so, so excited and hopefully you guys can come with us. So if you want to book through us, through our link, that's foreplay.com slash temptation cruise 2022. We're going to make you a personalized name necklace, and we're also going to give you a shirt, limited edition foreplay shirt that all of the people who book through us are all going to wear a specific day, going on specific foreplay meetups and all that kind of fun stuff, and hopefully have a dinner and everything. And so if you guys want to go and you guys can go in February and you want to party with us, make sure to check out that link. We'll also have it in the show notes below. So today we decided we're, we do have a couple fun story times from Bliss Cruise that are full-on story time story times, but we had so many highlights and just fun little sexy moments and just things in general we wanted to talk about that we didn't really felt, feel like they didn't fit into the review, they also didn't fit into the story time, so we're going to make a Bliss sexy highlights concoction, sexy episode. highlights concoction. Uh, kink-coction? Kink-coction. Bliss highlights concoctions. Mm-hmm. That's what we're calling it. <laughs> and so we're just going to go through and just talk about some of the things that we, we just had fun with. The everyday schedule we found out on the cruise ended up being like this. So you wake up in the morning and you get, you wake up kind of late A bit hungover. Yeah, just a little. Well, unless you go and you get pizza before you go to sleep mm-hmm. at 3, 4 a.m. or whatever the time yeah. you're done playing. Yep. And if you eat the pizza... And you don't get as hungover. (laughs) So make sure you get two glasses of water and then eat a lot of pizza. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, so then the next morning we woke up around maybe 10, 10 ish. And then we would go and get breakfast at the Windjammer, which is the breakfast place. Mm -hmm. I mean, the um, buffet Mm -hmm. on the Oasis of the Sea Ship, which is where Bliss Cruise November 2021 took place. You go there and it's very busy because everyone is waking up around that time. I is, I think if you were to wake up earlier, there would be nobody in there. Yes. So then if you want to be around nobody and not have to wait in line for your omelet, then wake up maybe eight or earlier, yeah. I would say. If you go too late, sometimes you couldn't even get in and there was a line. Yeah. I know we did that. So don't go later than 1030, I would say, if you want to actually be in there to eat. Breakfast so, anyway, yeah. You finish breakfast, you talk to your friends, whatever, and then you go back up, you change into your swimsuit, and then you go to the pool deck. Uh-huh. You contemplate going to the gym and you say, no, <laughs> I'll do that when I get back home to Dallas. And then you go to the pool deck. Exactly. You go to the pool deck there. On this ship, there was three different pools and I don't know how many hot tubs, a lot of different hot tubs. It tended to be that there was one pool that was the busiest pool and then the other ones were more chill. Mm -hmm. So the one that was right next to, on this ship, the one that was next to the two slides 
or the pink and orange slides was the busy pool. So that's where Jason and I tend to hang out. So we would go yeah. and we'd sit by the pool. We'd find our friends who happen to get a chair every single day kind of in the same area. So we would find our friends and we would hang out with them there. And you would hang out at the pool for maybe an hour or two, go get food, lunch, go back to the pool, mm-hmm. and then maybe until 4 f- or probably around 3 to 4 o'clock, then you'd go to a hot tub, and then after the hot tub, maybe about 5, you'd go and take a nap, get ready for dinner, get dressed, put on your theme outfit, go to dinner, and then go party after that. Yeah. So that so was like the, the everyday schedule. Yeah. I do want to hit really quickly on these slides, though. If you were ever on Oasis of the Seas... You need to do the slides because the slides were so fun. Also, you were allowed to be topless on these slides for all the women, and it was just so enjoyable. Everyone looked so happy and free going down these slides, and the slides were awesome. And being like able to see like topless people go down the slides, I just thought it was like the most fun thing. It was so fun. Where else can you go on a water slide topless? So it's not just Oasis of the Seas. It's any lifestyle cruise. Mm-hmm. So... If you're on a lifestyle cruise, make sure to go onto the slide. And it's fun because you meet people when you're going up on the slides. And, you know, these are people who are kids at heart because you're going on a freaking water slide <laughs> on a swingers cruise. And the ones on the Oasis of the Seas are pretty crazy. They're, they had two different ones. There was one where you could race. And then the other one was people kept calling it a toilet. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really a toilet. But you would go into this circular drain type yeah. thing. And then you would continue to go down. Yeah, so like you went on a slide, then went on a little drain thing where you circled around, and then went down another slide. It was awesome. It was so fun. That and was yeah, my favorite slide. Being topless doing it, it was so fun. And it was kind of scary because you walk up kind of high. But it was cool and freeing because you were like almost naked. Highly recommend. Do that. Do it topless. And you couldn't you, you could be naked outside on the pool deck on Bliss Cruise. It is all clothing optional, but for safety reasons on the slides, you did have to have bottoms on. Yes. There was an awesome drink that everyone should try if you're even just on a vanilla cruise on the Oasis of the Seas. I assume they probably have it on all of the Royal Caribbean ships, but it's called a coconut and lime, and it was delicious. It almost tasted like a strawberry, milky, yogurt, coconutty, rummy. It was the perfect islandy Caribbean drink, so definitely get that. Yes. We had a lot of those. It was very good. So delicious. The pool is where we met our little group of friends that we hung out with the most on this specific cruise. And we miss them so much already. I'm sad yeah. that they don't live here. And they're really close friends, so they hang out all the time. It's like two different couples, and mm-hmm. they hang out all the time. And we always hang out with them at the pool. And it's so fun. You just go in, and everyone's topless. And you go, and you flirt with people. And Have so, a drink, so fun. Yeah. and just sit in the sun. It's so nice and so relaxing and just easy. The first couple nights of the cruise, we went into the solarium playroom at night after dinner and everything. It was after we went to the club. So this is about 12, one-ish. And oh, maybe it was after that because the after party starts at 12. So this is probably pretty late, around like like one one to two. two. Yeah. And we go in and, you know, everyone's fucking. It's a really cool atmosphere. The first two nights, there wasn't any rain or anything. So it was, so the weather was really nice and it wasn't too, too windy. And they have two hot tubs there. 
and you cannot have any clothes on when you go into the Solarian playroom. They, you have to be naked or in a towel. And this was the first time that we went into a hot tub completely naked, and that felt so freeing. Yeah, and no one was fucking in the hot tubs. At least whenever we were there, it was because you no, weren't you supposed couldn't. to fuck in the actual hot tub. You're supposed to use the shower that's right next to it before you get into the hot tub, and then shower again after, which we did. But the water was so cold. It was kind of, especially after you got out of the hot tub, kind of shocking. Yeah. <laughs> but it woke you up, which I guess was fine. And then we'd go get pizza. And that's what we did like the first two nights. The first four nights, I feel like we kind of had this roadblock. It The, the ship was so big. There were so many people. And when you don't have a group that you're with, it's a little intimidating to it's not a little intimidating it's very intimidating to put yourself into another group or to introduce yourselves to people it's just it is hard and us being in it for so long still to this day even being outgoing extroverts is difficult for us to go and just introduce ourselves sometimes and so the first four days I feel like we stuck to ourselves a little bit more. We did introduce ourselves here and there, but the people that we were interested in, the couples and the groups that we were more interested in, we were afraid to go talk to them. And I, it's just the fear of rejection or just, the, I don't even know. We are just, why, why do we feel like that still? You know, there's honestly, I don't think there is a good reason for that whatsoever. And we're going to talk a little bit more about like kind of how we overcame that. And afterwards, there was no reason to ever feel that way. And so I think that's like where this this little part of the story is going is because on the fourth night, we had both said we wanted to talk to people more. I feel like on the fourth night, you started to talk to people more and I would almost go up like and introduce myself to like the husband or whatever after you said hello. But I feel like you were still introducing yourselves and I was still being a little bit more reserved. So why don't you talk about like on that fourth night, what made you feel like hey, this clicked and like, I want to like try to make more of an effort. There was this person that we met on a vanilla cruise about two weeks before we went on Bliss Cruise. And he was so personable. And anytime that you would see him, he would be talking to another person. And as soon as you talked to him, you felt like you were friends. And Jason, I talked about it after we met him and we said that we wanted to have that energy. Let's give him a name. We're going to call him Drew. So anytime that we fell in our shell, even on the vanilla cruise, we said, okay, we want Drew energy. And so that's what I tried to tap in. So we even said that we wanted to do that at the beginning of the cruise, but it was just daunting. I don't know what it was. It was just scary to go and talk to the people that you were interested in. And if we could go back, if I could go back, I wish we would have done this the very first day because it wasn't until the fourth day that we started doing this. So anyways, it was the fourth day. I was like, I don't want to be like how I was anymore. I just want to have Drew energy. I don't want to be afraid. What's it going to hurt us going and introducing ourselves to people? It's not going, if they, if they don't like us, they don't like us. And that's on them it's not on me and mm -hmm. it shouldn't affect us and so that was my mindset going into it and so it wasn't until nighttime like after a couple of drinks and going into the club area that I was able to go and just introduce us to everybody that was there that we wanted to see and everyone that we wanted to meet 
I felt like I was introducing us to everybody, but I feel like you were coming in second. And I feel Mm -hmm. like I was taking more of the lead that night. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until the next day that it kind of clicked for me that I kind of realized. And so I didn't want to feel like I was doing all the work. And I feel like you weren't putting yourself out there as much when we both wanted to Mm -hmm. do that. And we both wanted to grow and we both wanted that drew energy. And I feel like something was still holding you back. And so I brought it up to Jace around, it was the fifth day around lunchtime ish. We were in our room and I brought it up and I just told him how I felt and how I felt like he wasn't putting out the energy, but I know he wants to. And I felt like I had a lot of pressure put on me. We had that conversation and I lived my head. I was like, fuck it. I don't want to feel this way. I want to have the energy. I want to be that person. And I don't know what I'm letting myself be held back for. And so what I told Bella was, What I want to do is I don't want you to go say hello to anybody. Like I want to take the reins and I want to be the person who introduces us to people like you did yesterday. And then once you feel like I introduced enough people, like I said hello to enough people, then like let me know and we can try to do it together. Because in a perfect world, we said, hey, let's always go up together to talk to people. So it's both of us. But I wanted to take on that role because she had done so much the day before. And so that night... We went to dinner and then I was like, I am going to talk to everybody. And then I did. Yeah, you, I mean, it was a completely different person. I remember there was this guy who we kept calling him Thunder Down Under because he legitimately looked like he was in Magic Mike and wore tiny shorts everywhere and was... He had every muscle group. He looked like an anatomy textbook. Yeah, it was crazy. And so I was so afraid to go talk to him. And we saw him the very first day. And and his wife was super, super beautiful too. But I was just so scared to go talk to them. And we saw them that fifth night. And you just... like You saw him, you go... I'm going to go introduce myself to Thunder Down Under. And I was like, really? You are? And then you just walked up. Yeah, I walked up to him. And I go, hey, man, what's your name? I've seen you the whole week, and all I've been doing is calling you Thunder Down Under. And I wanted to know what your name was. (laughs) And that was, like, the introduction. And then we talked for, like, 10 or 15 minutes. And he was just such a nice dude. And every single person, we I just talked to – I literally felt like that night I tried to talk to anybody. Like, anybody that I saw, I just talked to them. Like, anybody. I told everyone that I liked their outfits. Like, whatever I could find a spot to say something to somebody, I just said it. And it was so freeing, and I felt so good. And the next days were so easy after putting myself out there and just doing it. And the first time I said hello to someone, I was nervous. And then I remember saying hello, and I was like, oh, that was great. And then I just kept doing it and kept doing it and kept doing it. And I feel like if we would have done that on day one – how much better it would have been because Mm -hmm. the night that we did that, we met so many people and people introduced us to people and they introduced us to other people. And I feel like whenever day six came around, day seven came around, everywhere we went, we knew somebody. Yeah. And then you were kind of like, you could meet more people because you knew someone from that group and they'd introduce you. And it was so much easier. So I wish that we would have done that day one and just made that effort and we didn't. But now going forward, I will be that way. Any At any lifestyle event or club or party, whatever, like I want to be that way. Or not even just lifestyle, but just in life in general. We call it Drew energy and that's just what we want to exude now. And I feel 
that was the biggest thing that we took away from this entire cruise. Yeah. And we said in the previous podcast, it was one of the best weeks of our entire life. And yes, it was great because of the ability to go talk to other people and do all this stuff and, you know, make friends. But being able to grow so much and feel like so happy about like how you grew, I think made the experience 10 times better. And we did film a podcast. This happened a few months ago and it'll come out actually after this, so that we kind of had an experience like this where we weren't talking and we grew some and you'll hear that podcast later. But this one, I feel like we grew to a whole new level of just getting out of our comfort zones. And I don't know why we were ever nervous to talk to anybody. I don't know why we were scared. Like, I have no clue why. I think it's just human. It's mm-hmm. human nature to not want to be rejected. And you want everyone to like you. And sometimes I, we had a exchange with someone on this cruise, like a, a group of people on this cruise, that it didn't go like that. Maybe that's what it was, too, because that was maybe the second day that we went and we introduced them. And I didn't I, – it felt kind of cold. And that – I think put me back in my shell and it made me more afraid to go talk to people. But in the end, it did that shouldn't have stopped us mm-hmm. anyway. We should just life is so short, just do it. I feel like yeah. Shia LaBeouf. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> that's I think literally the the biggest advice, and that's it sounds easy and it's not easy to do, but really just do it. <laughs> and I just imagine every time you do it, it gets easier and easier and easier. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to collect this evening because we're hosting something for Cassidy and that's how I want to be tonight. It's our first lifestyle event since we've been to But that's cruise, different. But that's still- different too because when that's something that – and we talked about that in the podcast that's going to come out later. But whenever we are working and we – that's part of what we're supposed to do is, is do that. We didn't have to go and talk to people for this. We had to want to do it ourselves and that's why it was so hard, yeah. I think. But it was awesome. So that's my biggest advice if you go – to a lifestyle club or a resort or a cruise or whatever it is, is put yourself out there because the truth is most people don't put themselves out there. And probably a lot of people aren't just going to come up and walk up and talk to you. And if you really want to make a bunch of friends and have the best experience, I think it comes down to being on yourself to put yourself out there. And so don't be scared of rejection or whatever it is. Cause if you meet someone and you don't become friends like nothing negative happened and you move on and that's it. You grow and you just keep going. And so I think that's the biggest advice from us for this cruise is just put yourself out there, be your best self, and it's going to make your experience a thousand times better. And do it as a couple because so, you don't want your partner or you don't want yourself to feel like the pressure is put on you. Both of you guys need to both exude that energy if you're wanting to make friends and make the best time possible. Back to some of the highlights. After kind of knowing what we went through and how we, what we would have changed, we are going to talk about a couple of the highlights that just didn't fit into the story times but really made us laugh or smile and just were fun times. I think we're going to break them down kind of like why, what day they happened. Most of them, we had the most fun day six and seven because that's the day – and night five because that's the days we really, really started talking to everybody. But on day three or four, we are in one of the hot tubs and – We were introducing ourselves to somebody and I had no clue that happened. And there was these girls kind of kissing and touching each other. And we had kind of introduced ourselves to somebody 
and I introduced myself to this girl and she like shook my hand, but she held my hand for like a really long time. And it was like a good 15 or 20 seconds. I was like, that's a long handshake, but okay. And I told Belle, I was like, she really held my hand for a long time. And you're like, did you not know that she was orgasming when she was shaking your hand? And I was like, no, because I guess she was getting fingered under the water. So I didn't know what was going on. So I guess I introduced myself mid finger fuck, but I was like, she really held my hand pretty tightly. And it was just because she was coming. And I didn't know where to put that story, but I just really wanted to tell it because it really made me smile. I thought it was funny. It was funny because you were so, you were like, she's really friendly. I think she was flirting with me because she was holding my hand for so long. And I was like, babe, she was coming. <laughs> Some call it flirting. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. That time in the hot tub was when we met what, though this is kind of foreshadowing, but we ended up having an experience with someone in that we were talking to in this hot tub and we were already friends from like a few days before and everything but this was the first day that she was she was sitting on top of so the hot tub was kind of split into two different sections and there was a place where you could sit in the middle and your whole body was above the water and oh my god you could see her ratio and her waist was so small and her ass was so big she looked so good in that hot tub. I am going to give you guys a spoiler from a future podcast. When you bent her over, the ratio was even wilder. <laughs> Just letting you know. It was very cute. One of the nights where we were talking to everybody, this was the night where you were talking to literally everybody, and there was a 45 and under meetup that night. And so this is the time where we met a lot of the people more our age. And there was this couple who, I was wearing a necklace that night that said cum slut on it. And so whenever we met this couple, he said to me, he's like, oh, well, you're going to be my new favorite person because she doesn't like cum. And I was like, what? You don't like cum? She's like, no, I don't like sucking dick, but I love sucking nipples. And so <laughs> we were just flirting and stuff like that during the promenade time. And then later in the after party, the Studio B club party, we were all dancing on the dance floor. I was with her. You were behind me. So me and her were facing each other. You were behind me. Her husband was behind her. And we were just dancing making out and then she pulled out my titties and started sucking my nipples right on the dance floor and then I did that with her too and it was super super sexy another highlight that happened this was on the last night we were dancing with this couple and we were just dancing and having fun and then we had switched and you were dancing with her husband and she was dancing with me and she was like really really grinding on me and at the very end she like kissed me and she said, thanks for letting me borrow your pole. <laughs> and that just really made me smile because it was just so nonchalant. And I don't know, that also just really made me smile. The costumes were so amazing. There was this one woman who legitimately looked like a Victoria's Secret angel. I mean, she was ethereal anytime I saw her. She wore jewels. Her all her bikinis were all jeweled out. Even on the pool deck, she wore these high heels that were sky high. I mean, for real, they were like seven, eight inches. Yeah. I don't know how the hell she walked in those. One day she wore. I don't know if it was Animal Kingdom night or something. I think she might have been a peacock. Or she had wings. Yeah, wings. And I'm just wondering how many 
luggages. That was my exact thought. I was like, this girl had to bring at least like five luggages because she was alone had to take up two luggages, without a doubt. And it made me want to step up my game. I want to wear full-out costumes when I go on these cruises next and go to lifestyle events that have themes. Not at our local club, because I feel like then it would be too much, but I felt almost underdressed for some of these days. She looked incredible every night. We would walk on the promenade to wait to see her outfit because they would walk up on the promenade and we're like, okay, we have to see what she's wearing tonight because it was usually like the best outfit out of everybody every night consistently. It was incredible. This podcast is brought to you by us, Bella and Jace. Have you ever been hanging out with your friends and you want to move it along and you want to get to playing, but you don't quite know how to start moving there? Well, we have the perfect icebreaker game for you. It's called Foreplay the Game. You can find more information about it at foreplay.com slash games. That's the number four, dot com slash games. So come slut, escorting your superpower. Do you just want an upside down pineapple shirt? Well, we have apparel for all lifestyle needs. Go to foreplay.com slash shop. That's number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y dot com slash shop to check out all of the Swinger lifestyle apparel that we have. We have bags, shirts, bikinis, everything you could possibly need. So make sure to go check that out if you want any sort of lifestyle apparel. If you're newer in the lifestyle and not sure where to start, we also have a course. It's called Intro to Swinging, and you can find that at foreplay.com slash learn. It just goes over everything that Jason and I wish we would have known before we got into the lifestyle to help navigate everything a little bit easier. And if you're new, again, you can check that out at foreplay.com slash learn. To get the course, it also comes with the full suite of all of our games, Foreplay Unlimited. And so if you want more information about that, that's foreplay.com slash learn. Now back to the show. There were some nights where they had these pool or some days where they had these pool games. Although we wish we would they would have done it every single day because they didn't do it until closer to the end of the cruise. But I feel like it would have made it easier to talk to people and just connect easier. Anyways, there were these fun pool games that we wanted to touch on. There was one where everyone had to do different sex positions and you had to remember it was one through six different positions and then they would shout out two and they would oh, so like say one was missionary, two was doggy, three was wheelbarrow. And so they would shout out two so then you'd have to remember what that was and then do doggy together until whoever was the last person was it whoever like didn't mess up and so they won i think secrets was the one that was sponsoring some of these and so you won a night at secrets or something like that so they Mm -hmm. had cool prizes there was another one where they had these pedometers no not pedometers clickers one had a pedometer one that every all the guys had to wear pedometers and on their dicks like a cock ring and you had to helicopter your dick and whoever had the highest number won that was so funny. Yeah. There was a lot of just really fun. Like, so they wish it would have been more days. They did like three or four pool games all at once, and then that was it. Another pool game, you were holding a clicker, and then you had to look like you were masturbating but clicking. And so, pe- you know, people's pussies were out and everything. That was a super fun one. And The car wash. The car wash. So they did one where all the ladies kind of stood facing each other and then soap was put on everyone and then the men would go through in between them. And that was a long ass line. I could not believe. I'm glad that I didn't go into the line or into the woman line because that would have taken forever. I mean, I swear they were there for at least 40 minutes. One thing we did want to highlight especially was on the fetish night, 
we wanted to go down and see what the dungeon was like. We have very little experience with kink, and we are just curious to what is that part of sexuality like. We just were very unfamiliar besides, you know, TikToks here or there that we've seen and stuff like that. So we went down to the dungeon. We waited in line. We got in. And then one of the main guys, we had talked to him a couple times randomly and he was like, I can kind of show you a little bit about what this is like. The first thing is that we were standing there watching somebody get flogged and he took a nail, like a hammer and nail, and he like kind of like rubbed it down like both of our arms. And it was like, that's an interesting feeling. And before we went in, so this was the vampire fetish theme night. And so the whole cruise was very fetish themed that night. And... Uh, a lot of women were holding floggers out just on the promenade. It was just part of their costumes. I mean, I'm just talking about the passengers. And I wanted to get flogged that night. And so one of our friends who had the flogger and her husband did shibari, they were really into kink. And we were in the promenade and I asked if she would flog me. And so she flogged me twice. And I was like bent over in the middle of everywhere. And she was really going at it. And that's when I realized, oh, like I actually do like this. I, I'm kind of into it. I don't really know much about it. And so then we went into the fetish room to kind of yeah. see more about it. And then that's where the nail thing happened. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, Bella goes, hey, what's knife play? I didn't say it like that. You were doing that and I said, I've always wondered what exactly is knife play? I've heard of it before, but what is it? And then he takes, he literally took out a pocket knife and opened it. I don't know if it's a pocket knife or a switchblade. Is that what it's called? It's like it was a pretty. Knife, yeah. Whatever it was, it was a knife. He took it out and he said, "Do you want me to show you?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and then I looked at you, and then I looked at him, and I said, "Actually, yes, I I, I do want to know what this is." And so he took us over to these chairs, and he sat us down, and we had friends in there who I didn't even know they were standing there, but they're our friends from Dallas, actually. So we're pretty close with them. And so there was three chairs. And so I was in the middle and our friends were to the right of me. And then Jace was to the left of me. And then, and the dungeon guy, are they called dungeon masters? I don't know. I, don't know I, I should have asked what he, Mr. What, dungeon, Mr. Dungeon. So Mr. Dungeon, <laughs> who was always on point with his theme outfits every single night. He wins him and that Victoria's secret angel. Mm -hmm. They win. Uh, anyway, so he knelt down and was kind of in between my legs-ish or in between us. He gave us instructions. So he told us about the colors. He said green means okay. Yellow means slow down a little bit. This is going a little bit too much. And then red means stop. And he explained to us everything. And he also, and before we started doing the knife play stuff, he was explaining to us the sensations and how... What, kink works in yeah, general. Yeah, and how it is a lot of the times like foreplay. And so the feeling of it and the anticipation and once the foreplay of the sensations and everything is is finished and this and the scene is is done, that's when you can't help it and you want to fuck each other. So we didn't even know that. I didn't I thought kink was during sex i thought you do that while you're also having sex so again we are complete kink virgins kink newbies here and after he explained to us the colors and the rules is that considered rules and the boundaries like i said i don't know, I don't know but. exactly what it's called but <laughs> so he took it out and then he flipped the knife over so it's not like the sharp part right and then he was just running it 
down my leg and then a little bit up on my stomach and then on my boobs and our friends were touching me on my on my right side and then I was holding you or you were holding me but to be honest I I knew that I was being touched other places but I could not take my attention. I didn't even know what else was going on because all I was looking at him was this and this knife going down my body. And then there was a part where he flipped it over and went down and it and it's so light pressure. And it was so cool. It was the the sensation was so cool and and it felt really good, but it was more the anticipation that made me almost squirm. But the crazy thing is I didn't feel sexually aroused by it. And I know you're going to touch into it too because he, so the the dungeon guy did it to me first and then Jace asked if he would do it to him. And so it was after you seeing me and then you wanted to try it. But yeah, I just, it, it was crazy that I, I was expecting to feel sexually aroused by it, but I just didn't. And I didn't really know if that was like okay or was that normal until after it happened. And then we actually talked on our uh, in our Discord group. If you're not part of our Discord group, we have very open conversations about things. And I asked this question, and um, some of our Discord members, there's one. I don't know if she wants to be called out by name, so I'm not going to say anything. But um, she explained to me that a lot of the times it's not sexually inclined or it's not um, sexually focused that it's more of a mental release and not always a sexual release and that's when I was like oh my gosh that's what kink does to me it's like it feels good it's almost therapeutic but not sexually to me and so that's how that's how my uh experience went yeah I asked him to do it to me and I pretty much am on the same. He did the same exact thing to me. He told me about my shirt and then kind of did the, the whole knife thing. And I felt almost exactly like you. It felt, it was a pleasure and it was a sense of pleasure, but it wasn't a sexual pleasure. And the best thing I can relate it to, which is still probably stupid, but almost if you have a spot that like itches really bad on you and then somebody like scratches it and you have this like, relief or release and it's like it's this pleasure that feels good but it's different than a sexual pleasure Mm -hmm. and I don't know how to put my words together to explain the whole feeling that was kind of enveloping me when it was happening but it just felt nice it just felt good but it was totally different than a sexual experience and it was really cool kink is not my thing but I'm truly so thankful that I had that experience I told him I was like hey thank you for give me this experience because it was so different than anything I've ever experienced in my life. And it was really, really cool. Like it's not my thing, but I did really enjoy that because it was just such a different sort of feeling than anything I've ever felt before. It was just totally different. And yeah, that was a highlight of, of the cruise for me for sure was just to be able to experience something so new and so different. And to be able to do that was just, I don't know, really special and really, really, really cool. And that we got to do it together mm-hmm. and next to each other, but not to each other. Like have somebody do it to us. The last highlight for us happened on the last day. It was a during it was before dinner time, but it was in the hot tub and we saw our friends that we had met earlier in the cruise and they were friends with a different group of people and so we saw them and then we went with them into the hot tub and this was a party hot tub Mm -hmm. and it was so fun everyone was just I feel like the last 
couple days, especially the last day, everyone was a little bit more crazy and yes. a little bit more wild for sure. But there was how every all the girls were twerking on each other and most every of them tur- were like naked, naked. Yeah, I wasn't naked. I was just topless. But there, anytime somebody came in, that group started singing, hey, we want some pussy or, or penis or whatever <laughs> it was. And it was so funny. There was one part where... They two people had champagne and they shook it and sprayed it on everybody. Everywhere. That was so fun. Yeah, and, and there then, was like a bottle of liquor that I don't even know how it got on the ship. People were just pouring tequila into everybody's mouths. Everything about it was just it felt like spring break. For real, it really did. There was there was like four women in a row, and then there was still some champagne left, and it was do it. You know how when you bartenders would like pour a shot or pour it in each shot glass, <laughs> they were doing that to people's mouths. <laughs> I was in there. It was so, and we were just like being flirty with everybody. Everyone was like around our age, and. It was just one of the most fun times for me because everyone had just let go and it was like it was the last night, just partying, just hanging out. Everyone was just being flirty with everybody. It said people were twerking everywhere, champagne popping. I mean, everything. And it was just so fun. And it was really welcoming. I, I think it was so fun when you were singing the, hey, we want the whatever, whenever somebody came in. Because then that person would dance or like do a little whatever i don't know and it was just fun and so i want to do that oh and they brought their own music and it was waterproof and so there was was a dildo oh yeah there was a double dildo just hanging out like a foot and a half long yeah it's like a clear like pink crystal pink dildo yeah people just like slapping people's asses with it and then it would just randomly show up on the bottom of the hot tub like 10 minutes like i mean it was it was wild it was so fun definitely like spring break adult spring break it was that was one of like my favorite highlights like favorite memories was just that whole entire like hot tub party it was so fun and we enjoyed, I mean, almost, like every second of the cruise was absolutely amazing. It's one of our favorite vacations we've ever been on. And I'm sure there are highlights that we're completely forgetting because it's hard to remember seven full days of things. But these ones that we touched on were definitely some of our, our biggest highlights. So we hope you guys enjoyed listening to those. And we're going to be on Bliss Cruise November 2022. And we're also going to be on Temptation Cruise February 2022. So if you wanted, more information about that and you want to come and party with us because we would love to hang out with you guys you can find that information in our show notes below and we'll have that linked for you and if you guys book through us we will make you a personalized name necklace you're going to get a limited edition shirt that only the people who are going to book through us will be wearing four play shirts um, the specific day on the cruise and we'll do specific meetups just for our four play listeners and so we're really excited and we hope that you guys get to come and party with us on a cruise sometime because we want to meet everybody and ugh, being on a ship for seven days or five days full of swingers is just the most freeing and amazing experience and i hope that you guys can all experience it with us sometime also stay tuned because we will have a couple podcasts that were more story times from bliss cruise a couple really, really fun and really sexy experiences that we will also talk about. But I said we wanted to just compile all of the highlights, well, at least some of our top highlights, 
into one place so that you guys could kind of hear about it, learn a little bit more. Now that that's all said, let's hit him with Bella and Jace's weekly obsessions. My weekly obsession is making my own lip chap chapstick lip 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 balm that's what it's called so i don't know what happened but i guess i have lip eczema now and i'm whenever i wear normal chapstick or carmex i've tried like a bunch of the different lip balms that i usually wear and it makes my lips dry so i don't know what happened there um but using coconut oil and vaseline has been helping me so i just started making my own lip balm and i just melt those two together and put it in these little tubes that I got from Amazon and that's been awesome been really into making that and I'm obsessed with the show coming out Colton that just came out on Netflix with Colton Underwood from The Bachelor back in the day and it was such a touching show I cried so much and I just I, I highly 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 recommend you guys watch that the last thing that I've been obsessed with is I just learned that Ariana Grande is going to be playing Glinda in Wicked the movie adaptation what i am obsessed with ariana grande you I, I i don't i can't even explain i love her so much and i love broadway and i love wicked and so i've been listening to a lot of wicked and i cannot wait until i see her as glinda i'm a little sad that she's not alphabet because i wanted her to be alphabet instead but i know she's gonna do a great job what are your weekly obsessions so i have two one is a song. It's called Follow Me by Rita Ora. It just came out. I always love when Rita Ora puts anything out. This is no exception. So that is my song of the week. I do have a thing. I think that this might fall under guilty pleasure. There is a show <laughs> called Reality House. It's a YouTube series with eight influencers. And it almost reminds me of a little bit like Love Island and Big Brother. That type of feel. But it's all Instagram type people and we watch it every Friday when it comes out and I love it. We're watching season three. This is season three of it. We haven't watched the first two seasons, but this season Well we tried watching the first two seasons and they're not very good. But this third one, we kind of started watching it as a joke and then we were hooked on the first episode. We watched so. it because there's this one girl that we follow on Instagram that was gonna be on it that we both just think is like the coolest thing in the world. And we watched it because she was gonna be on it and then we just fell in love with the show. <laughs> and so it's been awesome. So every Friday we've been watching that. So that's my weekly obsession for thing. And that brings us to the end of this podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening and let's hit you with the outro. Bye. If you'd like to support the show, you can leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening to our podcast. All our information will be listed in the show notes below or at our website, foreplay.com. That's the number four, O-U-R-P-L-A-Y.com. You can email us at hello at foreplay.com with any questions or comments or head to foreplay.com slash ask. We have a digital online game called Foreplay the Game. It's the ultimate adult party game for the sexually inclined and perfect for breaking the ice. You can find more information at foreplay.com games. We give away one free game of Foreplay Plus a month to a listener who writes a review, so just screenshot your review and email it to us for a chance to win. We have swinger and lifestyle clothing and accessories at foreplay.com shop and courses at foreplay.com learn. We also have a Discord community and Facebook group and would love for you guys to join us. You can find the direct links in the show notes below. We're on Twitter and Instagram at 4 Podcast and TikTok at 4Play and at 4Play Official.
I have an OnlyFans, which you can find at OnlyFans.com slash VIP or my free one at Bella Free. And if you want daily updates from me, you can add me on Snapchat at HeyBellaLuna. Lastly, we're on Cassidy and SDC at Bella and Jace, and you can get a free 30-day full membership by using our link. Again, all of our information will be listed in the show notes below, and we thank you so much for listening to our podcast. See you in the next one. Bye!